the Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Me- SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and you'll see right there at the top of the page, there are two videos. So one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, I believe he had a guy out in California running for U.S. Senate. And uh, so if you'd like to check that out, that's available up until 3 o'clock today. And then at that time, he'll be live in that little area. And on the right side is where we're streaming live. All you got to do is hit the play button. 
blow it up on whatever device you've got and then in the bottom right hand corner you will see the rumble icon and uh, click on that join us in the chat over there we're streaming live also on rumble at sons of liberty radio live we're also on beforeitsnews.com top of the page there we appreciate michael uh, roach letting us have a spot there on um, before it's news uh, and then we're also on dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. Wait, I mean, I went through there and I had to take out a bunch of stuff that's streaming across there because I told you we lost Twitch yesterday, violating their terms of service. I, I don't know what we did to violate their terms of service, but apparently they're on with everybody else too. So the more these people do it, the more they'll out themselves. Okay, so we'll use the platforms that we can use until we can't use them anymore. Uh, DLive pro probably will be next. I don't know, but I, I like DLive in the quality that it puts out. I mean, my estimation of, of the channels that I've seen, DLive gives the better quality uh, of the video. I don't know why. I don't know why they're not the same. Aren't they high HD and stuff like this? I, I don't understand all the technicalities. So anyway, um, one of my favorites as far as the quality comes out uh, anyway from their platform also right up under where we're streaming live just uh sign up for our email newsletter um, again you know we've been heavily censored so anything you can do to help us get uh, our message out we would really appreciate that and also if you want to help us not only on the radio front and the internet front but also out among the people um in fact the gentleman i think that bradley had on yesterday he actually met through one of these you know, face-to-face -face meetings uh, and events that Bradley speaks at. And uh, so if you would like to help us in that, there's a donate button at the top of the sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And uh, we appreciate all our supporters uh, very much because we can't, we really can't do what we do without you guys uh, being there. Our store is also available. So if you're looking to pick up some products, good conversation store starters there those are there and then also we have some equipping tools in there there's some books and dvds and things of that nature too um this week we're highlighting the cowards will not preserve the republic t-shirt uh, this comes in a wide variety of colors and sizes so these are normally twenty dollars it's a little bit more for the double and triple x large uh, but you can pick these up this week through saturday night at midnight for 20% off when you use the promo code PRESERVE, okay? Use the promo code PRESERVE through Saturday at midnight. You got any of these shirts, you'll get it off you know, if you want one, if you want 10 or 100, whatever you want to do. Uh, you just pick those up, enter PRESERVE as your promo code, and you will get 20% off. And that's through Saturday night at midnight. And these are one of our more popular shirts. In fact, I've got one on today. So <laughs> nobody can see it because my the camera here kind of cuts off right above where all the artwork is. So just to let you guys know, yep, I got mine on today too. So if you want to get one of those, again, Saturday night through midnight, preserve, and you get 20% off. All right, a couple of headlines here. And by the way, just to let you know, I got a message from uh, David's wife this morning. He wasn't feeling good again. I can tell sometimes when I talk with him, he just sounds like he's run down. He's tired. I know he's dealing with a lot of stuff. He goes from the time he gets up at like 4 a.m. till into the night. Some nights it's fairly late. And, you know, it's like I told Bradley, I said, I think God has a way of slowing us down and showing us we're not him. We may have zeal. We may even have youth and vigor and energy and stuff, but there's a way where he slows us down. And he says, you know what? You need to rest. I got it in hand, but you need to rest. 
And I think that's one of the reasons, again, for, you know, the, this seven-day week, and you've got one day in which you rest, because you just can't keep going like that all the time. I can testify to that. You just can't do it. And your body needs a reset. It needs rest for the week. And uh, so be in prayer for David. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. But if not, that's okay. We want him to take care of himself. We were going to talk about tree resins today. Um, but we're going to swap it up to something that um, one of the listeners sent me yesterday. She sent me some information on something. And I put it together from a couple of websites. But we're going to be talking about the fact that they... Set up event 201, remember that? Just months ahead of the whole COVID 1984 outbreak, right? And they did this just, what was it, in October or something of 2019. And then we're hearing about the convids in December of 2019, right? Well, they did it with what they're trying to push off now, too, the monkeypox. And they did it last year. Um, and we're going to look at that in just a little bit. But a couple of headlines, because uh, we had some doozies here yesterday. Uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, increased risk of birth defects and infertility. Pfizer and medical regulators hid these dangers of COVID shots from the public. You remember from the outset, they told people a blatant, bald-faced lie that these shots were safe and effective. And have they not pimped that out the entire time they've been giving them? Yep. And they did it under Donald Trump. And they're doing it under Joe Biden. Okay. Yep. The father of the vaccine, Donald Trump, they did it under him and he let them get away with it. And they're doing it under Joe Biden. And now Donald Trump wants to, wants to play the WWE match with Joe Biden. Oh, you know, well, we believe in your freedom and stuff. But he pimps that shot, doesn't he? Pimps the shot. Big pimping Donald Trump. Just like Joe Biden. There's no difference in that. None. By the way, since we had this uh, alleged school shooting, false flag, I thought I'd show you this. In 2021, according to theirs, and I'm going to tell you it was a lot more than what they're reporting. Remember, theirs is only reporting less than 1% of the reality. In 2021, there were 20,622 COVID shot deaths. All right. In 2020, according to the FBI crime report, guess how many people were killed with rifles? A whopping 454. Now, here's the thing. All of these deaths are terrible. I mean, they're bad. Nobody likes to see anybody die. But what's the thing that's being attacked by alleged representatives and bureaucrats? Is it the shots? Nope. They're safe and effective. Haven't you heard? They're attacking guns, specifically rifles. Now, here's the, here's the um, real hypocrisy when it comes to guns. You've heard people like Diane Feinstein. You've heard other people come on. We need to get these weapons of war off the street. But let me ask you something. What are the cops carrying besides their handgun? That's right. 
A lot of them have either a shotgun or they've got an AR style rifle. Okay. So it's okay for the cops, government, agents of the state to have these weapons of war. I, I asked the question, where's the war at here in America? Listen to me very carefully. While they try to divide us on all kinds of ideological lines, skin color lines, all these other ways they're trying to divide the people up, keep in mind who the enemy is. The enemy is the traitors among us. You get that? The enemy is the traitors among us. Just like with our forefathers. They addressed the king, but the enemy was anybody who was an agent of the state of the king. Parliament, the dragoons that came over, the other Brits that came over, that wanted to attack the colonists, those who were here, who were supposed to be you know, representing the people, the governors and such, they were, they were the enemies of the state. Just keep your eye on that for when it all goes down. Don't turn on one another. Deal with those who've caused the problem. In fact, let's deal with them before it does that. And I know some of you are trying to do that locally. That's the route to go. And again, I, I talk about tactical civics. You don't have to agree with everything they do or say. But you can get some good information to start a chapter in your county and bring about the resolve. You're the solution to the problem. You really are. And that comes through first repentance and then bearing fruits of that repentance. Okay. And I think I think we can do it. I, I think it's a great plan uh, to put in place. And unlike the uh, Q stuff, you actually can read what the plan is. You can see all the points along the line of what the plan is. Uh, the other ones, the you know, the PSYOP is asking you to just blindly believe in them. But uh, but we have an actual plan that's laid out that we can follow. Also, Sons of Liberty Media. And by the way, this is that, what I gave you the headline there for. That's for Pfizer. This is why I say that Albert Bola, even though that was an edited clip that I ended up playing, that's got to be his mindset. How do you sleep at night knowing you... You, in essence, murdered all these you, because you sent it out knowing you were doing it. Yeah, you didn't premeditate the specific individual, but you sent it out knowing, knowing it had killed people, knowing it had injured people, knowing that mothers had lost their, their babies, that it was causing all these kinds of problems. You knew it. Tells me that the guy is a eugenicist front to back. No, no doubt about it. And then, just to top it off, 70,000 English. I learned that from, <laughs> we had Mr. Graham on. Got to call him English, not Brits. Got to make the distinction there. 70,000 English were dead in less than a month after the COVID shots. Oh, and 179,000 were dead within 60 days. Within 60 days, nearly 200,000 people in England. Pretty incredible, huh? Pretty incredible. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com Government to steal elderly man's house over 573 
$1,000 that they find him for working on his car in his backyard. This comes out of California. And I, I just want to draw your attention to this. If you want to follow up, maybe you can uh, want to reach out and um, try to help this guy. Dan Alstett is a retired 83-year-old from California who may spend the rest of his life homeless and penniless because government claims what you can and can't do with your own property. How many times have I talked about this one? Allstat never harmed anyone, nor did he destroy or otherwise harm anyone else's property. But these facts are relevant to the state who claims Allstat owes them $573,000 for using his private property the way he wanted. Allstat worked on old cars in his own yard, and according to the city of Sacramento, this is illegal. I mean, our founding fathers <laughs> would literally, literally be up in arms. They really would over stuff like this. When Allstat disputed the city's claims, the city told Allstat he owed them money. Now Allstat is worried that the state will come and seize his home because he cannot afford to pay the ridiculously high fines. And they are ridiculous. According to the Sacramento Bee, he also had at least five other vehicles on the property besides a van okay, um, that he was trying to work on some of which he inherited when his brother died. A neighbor complained, and the city cited him, claiming all the vehicles appeared to be inoperable. It also issued violations for other backyard items, carports, generators, propane tanks, and fruit that had fallen off his orange and grapefruit trees. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. So now they're getting you because fruit falls off your, your trees? Look, you may not like the way the guy's yard looks, but come on. Really? My goodness. Allstat has since removed the inoperable vehicles and other items. So he got rid of them. They're still going to, they're still wanting this almost $600,000 for what he was doing there. Absolutely ridiculous. And incredible. It really is. Also, sonsoflordmedia.com, latest from John Whitehead. America, meet your new dictator-in-chief, the president's secret unchecked powers. You know, we went through some of this before. The amount of presidential executive orders over the decades that are unconstitutional. Some of them, like, in an emergency, and this is where tyranny always shows its head, a declaration of emergency. Beware of those in office, whether they're a mayor, whether they're a governor, whether they're on a, a city or county council, a school board, or in the federal government, beware of those who will invoke emergency powers. Beware of them. That's where they're going to institute tyranny. Every single time they do it. And by the way, I'll just remind you. The only reason the convids were allowed to go on the only reason the states were allowed to lock down people and shut them down and do all this stuff was because Donald Trump declared a national emergency. And he never rescinded it. He let Joe Biden carry on with that when he came into office too. Just so you understand, they're both playing you. The R's and the D's. The conservatives and the liberals. The right and the left. They're playing you. 
One sets it up for the other. And that's what's going on. Anyway, latest from John Whitehead. Check that out. I got a couple of short little videos I want to play here. And then we're going to, I'm going to share with you this information in case you haven't heard it. Um, <clears throat> save this one for last. This is this guy. It's his name. Yuval Noah Harari. Now we've talked about, we've played some of his stuff. He's a blasphemer. He's a sodomite. Uh, he's a, just a degenerate man. He really is. Openly talking about tyranny and dictatorships, controlling people. And he minces no words when he says it. And, but I want you to listen to what he says here because it's pretty incredible that he's showing the people exactly how the people are. And then he's showing, he's telling you, I don't engage in that because I don't want to be hacked. All right, here he is. Check him out. And enough computing power. We are very close to the point when computers can hack human beings can understand my emotions, my likes, my dislikes better than me. Not perfect. You can never hack 100%. something 100%. You don't yeah. need 100%. You just need to know people better than they know themselves. And this is quite easy because most people don't know themselves very well. So just imagine what happens when so we pass... So as soon the as the algorithm knows what I want better than I, than I know it... You're a puppet. It can manipulate yeah, it you. Can. It can press your emotional buttons. And this is what is happening now with our smartphones and all these, you know, algorithms on social media. Is that why you news. don't have a smartphone? Uh, that's one of, no, that, that's one of the reasons. That basically it's, it's to keep my, my time. Yeah. And, you know, over the last 20 years, the most, the smartest people in the world and the best technology in the world has been working on the problem of how to hack human beings and control them through the screens and through the smartphones, I'm no match to them. If I give them access, they, they win. Yeah. So I try to limit their access. In that way. In that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, you hear what he's saying. Now, I got to tell you, there's some wisdom in that last part there. The only reason I have one of these things, and I don't really care for them, I mean, I make some calls on them. There's a couple other little things I do every once in a while. But otherwise, I could do without these things. I could do without social media. Most of you see anything I post on social media. It's, you know, a video. It's a meme or something. But it's very rare that I sit here and go and just tell everything that's going on. I mean, I, you guys hear some of that. I, I share some of that in the show. But there's probably some wisdom in that last little section. I don't give them that information so they can't use it against me. But he's all for them using it against you. He's all for using it. He's all for the World Economic Forum using it against you. That's his hypocrisy. Also, considering what we're going to talk about here, uh, especially with the, the convids and the monkeypox, Dr., uh, and I don't even know how you pronounce this guy's name. You'll recognize his face. Many of you have seen him. Uh, Sukarit Bhakti, B-H-A-K-D-I. Some of you listening by way of Resdet State, you'll recognize his voice, and you probably can say his name better than I can. Uh, but he says if you give the jab to your child, you're committing a crime. Listen to what he has to say. 
My name is Sujarit Bhakti. I'm a physician and scientist. This magic bullet, the jab, is supposed to cause your immune system to explode into action and combat the virus. We have always had deep concern that this explosion would set off chain reactions leading to formation of blood clots in your vessels. Clots that no one can see, but they can feel. If the clots form in your brain, you have splitting headaches, nausea, vomiting, paralysis, so many things that so many people have been reporting. How to find out? You see, there's a lab determination, the D-dimers, that if they go up in your blood, it is proof that clot formation has taken place in your vessels. Now, a number of German doctors have been measuring the D-dimers in the blood of patients before vaccination and days after vaccination, irrespective of symptoms. And they have just found out that Triggering of clot formation is a very common event with all vaccines, meaning that when you take this jab, you are allowing your body, you are triggering a reaction that is potentially lethal. Therefore, I strongly advise people not to get the shot. If you want to, as an adult, you may, but you must realize that you are undergoing a threat. Do not give the shot to children because they are absolutely without any possibility of defending themselves. If you give that jab to your child, you are committing a crime. Amen. You absolutely are. You absolutely are. Again, we point back to the life of the flesh is in the blood. Um what are we doing tainting our bodies with these things? And I say that as somebody, you know, my parent, I told, I, I've told you guys, my parents gave me the old style vaccines when I was a kid, used to hate getting shots. And then the boosters that came, you know, whatever, when you're 12 or whatever, used to hate those things. And when we had um, um, Stephen Holbrook on, and talked about the pagan origins of vaccines and that they, they're not any kind of medical, new medical technology. This is old stuff. Okay. This is part of showing your allegiance to your God in certain cultures. When he came on, I said, Well, I haven't had any of these adverse effects like these other people have. And he goes, Do you have allergies? And I said, Yeah, I got them later on in life. He goes, That's a result of vaccines. In fact, I, I was coming across a story. If you go out into the outback, and you find out places where people have not been, had these vaccines given to them, you'll find they don't have allergies at all. It's kind of interesting. It's just, this has been my reality, right? So having somebody do that is pretty incredible, and I'm glad the doctor spoke out. I got one more. This one is a little bit longer, but it deals with the school shooting, the true evil behind America's mass school shootings. This is from uh, Greg Reese uh, in his report. I want to play this, and then we're going to get right into the other uh, that's our topic today. So here we go. Perhaps the most evil display of deception and murder we are subjected to today are found in the new phenomenon of mass school shootings. Prior to 1999, they were practically non-existent. 
but today they have almost become predictable. And if you are able to examine the evidence objectively without getting emotional, a pattern can be recognized. Former naval intelligence officer turned whistleblower Milton William Cooper wrote in his book Behold a Pale Horse, published in 1991, that the CIA was using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in order to persuade them to open fire on schoolyards to inflame the anti-gun lobby and do away with the Second Amendment. This probably sounds outlandishly evil, and it is, but the evidence is there. In the Columbine shootings of 1999, we are told that Eric Harris and Dylan Kleibolt acted alone. The town of Columbine, Colorado was created in 1958 for families and employees of the military-industrial complex. Eric and Dylan were arrested a year prior to the shooting and were allegedly sodomized by the arresting officer, which may sound crazy, but a local officer admitted to raping informants, which is a known method of trauma-based mind control. After this January incident, Eric and Dylan were put into a juvenile diversion program and prescribed SSRI drugs known to cause homicidal ideation. During this time, Eric Harris was making online death threats and bomb threats. Local police were aware of this and drafted a search warrant affidavit, but it was ignored. Eric and Dylan threatened revenge for the January incident in their yearbook. They produced a school video about their plans and began openly collecting weapons, all of this while on probation and nothing was done about it. During the shootings, the police stood outside the building and did nothing, while the sounds of automatic gunfire and explosions continued for hours. Sound familiar? In official transcripts, there are over 100 witnesses who saw more than two shooters, and more than 40 witnesses who identified the same two men in their 30s, one balding and the other with a short military-style haircut. Several witnesses described the same adult male throwing a pipe bomb on the roof of the library, all of them certain that it wasn't Dylan or Eric. And all of this information pertaining to additional shooters has been redacted. The FBI agent in charge of the Columbine investigation had a son who recently attended the school, who shot a student film inside Columbine High two years before the shooting about a character wearing a trench coat shooting up the school. Dylan and Eric fantasized about hijacking an airplane and crashing it into a New York City skyscraper in 1999. Are these just strange coincidences or remnants of the Fed's MK Ultra program? An honest investigation into any of the mass school shootings following Columbine will have the same signatures such as families involved in the military-industrial complex, prescribed SSRIs and other psychotropic drugs, psychological care provided by the state, and associations with law enforcement prior to the shootings. Just like we saw with the retired federal agent in regular communication with the Buffalo gunman in a private Discord chat room. And in the recent Texas school shooting, how is the perpetrator able to afford nearly $5,000 of weaponry? And why did the police stand down while children were slaughtered? We are still allowed to question these things, but for how long? This evil will never stop 
until the truth is exposed. And unfortunately, most of us are too emotional to see things as they really are. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay, all right. So I, I think there's there's some things there some of you probably haven't even heard of. I know Bradley has an entire uh, video that he's done over the numerous witnesses of more than two shooters at Columbine and such. And this tie with the military industrial complex, this is the this is the really freaky stuff that's going on. Um, that they're using people like this. And this tie, as far as I'm concerned, this ties in with the very things that I played from this Harari guy. They know how to manipulate people. They're going to traumatize them. They're going to sodomize these young men to control them. They're going to give them drugs, whisper in their ear like we had with Amy coming on and talking about how they're using the voice of God technology beaming messages right into the person's brain. Some wicked people going on, and there's no wonder that, um, you know, JFK, whatever you think of him, he wanted to destroy the CIA, splinter it into a thousand pieces, scatter it to the wind. And there was a lot of other things that he wanted to do that were right. He saw it. He wanted to, he wanted to do them. He wanted to Wanted to do the right thing. Not saying he was, he was definitely not a very moral man. We found that out. But he did at least have his finger on what was going on there. And I think it's for a number of reasons that he was killed. It wasn't just Vietnam. It wasn't just the CIA thing. It was, you know, he was pointing out what was going on with our monetary system. All kinds of other things. And I don't think he really realized what he was really up against. I don't think he thought it was as big. He thought it was a threat. But he thought he could, he thought he could deal with it. And, uh, and, he, and he couldn't. He couldn't do that. All right. Now, topic of the day. You guys remember when Bill Gates put on his Event 201, right? We did a show. We had a guy on. They were, they were going to put a counter event on. Event 202, I think is what they called it. And so they were going to expose what was going on. Now, they did that right ahead of the, the COVID pandemic. Okay. Come to find out, um, Lisa, who listens to the show, sent me a couple of documents yesterday, a couple of websites. They did this with the monkeypox last year, for those who didn't know that. Okay. The group that set it up is called the Nuclear Threat Initiative. They're a nonprofit, nonpartisan, global uh, security organization that's focused on reducing nuclear and biological threats imperiling humanity. Now, it's I got to tell you, I asked the question if if you're doing nuclear and biological threats, why call your why call yourself nuclear threat initiative? Why don't you call yourself nuclear and biological threat initiative? I mean, just makes sense to me, right? Um this is uh this is their website. Uh, for those of you on the radio, you won't be able to see it, but it is nti.org if you want to check it out, if you're listening by way of the radio. Uh, this is their website, and you can see, you know, you can read some of the stuff that they've got there. There's also a video that they have of themselves as far as what they do. Now, this can be found in the article on sonsoflibertymedia.com regarding Event 201. Take a listen. NTI is needed today more than ever. Catastrophic risk 
is going up. There are more nuclear states, there are more nuclear weapons. These weapons are more lethal. A cyber attack could be used to attack the security systems of a nuclear facility. COVID-19 has demonstrated that biological threats are real. They can be deliberately caused by those same tools that can give us new drugs and vaccines and diagnostics. The clock is ticking and the time is short. We're in a race between cooperation and catastrophe. So they say this organization is focused on a better future, free from, you know, threats. Yeah. At NTI, we're working to build a world that's safe from preventable global catastrophes. <laughs> we actually go out and we test the system that we're trying to build. And ultimately, we work with governments to scale it up to bring about systemic change. <laughs> <laughs> NPI is viewed as a trusted partner among governments, as a neutral actor. We have the flexibility, we have the nimbleness, we have the ability to innovate, all of which are often difficult for governments. <laughs> In 2002, NTI created a multinational coalition to remove and eliminate two and a half bombs worth of highly enriched uranium in Vinci, Serbia, that was vulnerable to theft by terrorists. The operation catalyzed the Global Threat Reduction Initiative, a U.S. government program that has removed or eliminated more than 300 bombs worth of dangerous nuclear materials from dozens of countries. And what was done with it? That's the question I want to ask. What was done with Global that? Global Health Security Index is a very important effort to try to really identify critical needs for preparedness and response for biological threats, whatever their cause. It enabled many countries to be able to move more swiftly in response to the emergence of COVID-19 because they had taken the time to assess and know where their strengths and weaknesses were. Keep we in mind, she was former FDA commissioner. To helping to train and enable the next generation to tackle these risks. We invest in a number of fellowship programs. We have a thriving internship program. And we're beginning to partner with universities. This is their world. They have a stake in this. And they have agency to change the world they live in. Philanthropy plays such an important part in our work here. We are an international-facing organization. We believe the solutions are international, and so consequently, we rely on private funding. It is our responsibility to mm. take on those existential threats. Private funding. To try to deal with them. Now, not every citizen is going to understand what we've done, but every citizen is going to be benefited from that effort. <laughs> Do you think you're benefited from these guys working, guys? Do you really think that? The pandemic has created an understanding that we are all linked together and that we need to develop global solutions. I'd love to see a world that would reduce reliance on nuclear weapons to keep them out of dangerous hands and to ultimately rid them as a threat to the world. These are man-made problems and they have man-made solutions. We know what we have to do. We hope you'll come join us in this important work. Mm. 
listen, these people, I, I'm not going to go with their intentions. Maybe some of them actually want to do what they talk about, okay? The fact of the matter is, these are not man, they are man-made problems. They are. They got that right. But the solution is, comes from outside of man. Man created these problems because he's not obeyed God. He's hardened his heart to the law of God. He's hardened his heart to loving God and loving his neighbor. And he denigrates his fellow man. He attacks his fellow man. He is fearful of his fellow man. These people don't need to just do away with nuclear weapons. They need a change of heart. And these people don't even understand what's at the root of all of this. It is the wicked human heart. It is perpetually sinful. That means it's lawless. John tells us that sin is transgression of the law. It is lawless. It's not interested in preserving life. Why would you create weapons that can kill literally millions of people like that if you're interested in protecting life? I guess you can sense it on the other side of we're using it defensively to protect our people. I can get that. But it just keeps going up and, and up and, and up and on, on each other. And now it's to the point where the weapons are invisible. We talked about 5G. And still, that kind of sits on a back burner for a lot of people because they've got everybody focused on, quote-unquote, viruses that they've yet to prove or show that they're transmittable and they're causing a problem for us. This is a, this is a, this is a huge problem. Now, the guy said we take private funding. Let me, let me give you a couple of things. You saw Margaret Hamburg. In the video, you guys listen by way of the radio, you heard her in the midst of that. She's a former FDA commissioner. She's got her own conflicts of interests with big pharma companies, just like every other FDA commissioner that we've had. It's a criminal organization. It's, organized, it's an organized crime syndicate in the District of Criminals there. Their board of directors include such guys as her and Ted Turner. Mm-hmm. He's on the board, too. This guy is all about the global depopulation agenda, too. We've known this for decades. This is the guy over the least trusted name in news. And long before, you know, things were known as fake news, I remember where CNN put out a story about Russia that was completely fabricated. It wasn't based off anything. They just made it up. Put out a documentary. People ate it up, and then they found out it wasn't real. But you don't see the fact checkers going down the decades of fabricated stories pulled out of thin air and reporting that CNN has done. No, they're just they're trustworthy. They're just they, some of them come on and say they're just you know left bias, whatever that means. All of this kind of stuff. Also, one of their advisors is none other than Warren Buffett. They like that. And you can see this at their at their um at their website. When you go there, what you'll see is an about section at the top. You'll see who we are. You can click on that. There's old Teddy right there. Right? He is co-founder and co-chair, the board of directors. And they've got a ton of these people on here. Okay? 
Uh, and then you can go up and you, I, if I'm looking here, this is the advisors. There's Warren Buffett, there's Siegfried uh, Hecker. And you can see all the people who are a part of NTI. And you know some of these people you're going to know, some of them you aren't going to know. But I'll guarantee you, you, you follow the trail of who's in here, and you'll know what they're really about. is isn't about protecting you. is isn't about all these glorious things that they talk about. Isn't any of that? Yep, he is. Yep, Trump's FDA head, right over there with Pfizer. You're exactly right, Georgia. Uh, so here's that's that's some of the things that are going on there. Listen to what NTI did though. They partnered with Munich Security Conference for an exercise. They called it a tabletop exercise, and uh, this is directly from NTI. And so what I want to do is. Instead of reading it out of my article, I, I want to show you so you guys see and you guys listening will get it right off their website. Okay, This is the NTI website, strengthening global systems to prevent and respond to high-consequence biological threats. And listen to what they did. In March 2021, NTI partnered with the Munich Security uh, conference to conduct a tabletop exercise on reducing high-consequence biological threats. The exercise examined gaps in national and international biosecurity and pandemic preparedness architectures, exploring opportunities to improve prevention and response capabilities for high-consequence biological events. Participants included 19 senior leaders and experts from across Africa, the Americas, Asia, and Europe, with decades of combined experience in public health, biotechnology industry, international security, and philanthropy. This report, Strengthening Global Systems to Prevent and Respond to High-Consequence Biological Threats, results from the 2021 tabletop exercise conducted in partnership with the Munich Security Conference, written by James M. Yassif, Ph.D., Kevin P. Opre. PhD, and Christopher R. Isaac, MSc, summarizes key findings from the exercise and offers actionable recommendations for the international community. Now, here's the, here's the good part here. The exercise summary, it's two paragraphs, here's what they said. Developed in consultation with technical and policy experts, the fictional exercise scenario portrayed a deadly global pandemic involving an unusual strain of... Can you guess it? Monkeypox. <laughs> that first emerged in the fictional nation of Brenia. See, they're going to make it fictional so they can, they, they, they can back up and they can say, oh, we weren't planning any of this. We were just, you know, we want to kind of, but isn't it interesting that then we see it play out with what they're, what they're saying they're using? The fear propaganda. Why? Because they want you to take their shots. Not because monkeypox is really deadly or anything. They just want you to take their shots. Somebody was even saying that uh, monkeypox has some of the similar um, things in it as the shingles, which we talked about recently in our, our health and wellness shows on Saturday. Uh, it spread globally over 18 months. Ultimately, the exercise scenario revealed that the initial outbreak was caused by a terrorist attack. Remember, the real terrorists are those in government who are violating the law. 
Those are the real terrorists. The ones violating the law. It was caused by a terrorist attack using a pathogen engineered in a laboratory. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Same, they haven't changed their playbook here. With inadequate biosafety and biosecurity provisions and weak oversight. I got a question for you. <laughs> You've seen these bio labs, right? I mean, these people have bigger suits on than the fake moon landers. Okay. They're hooked up to all kinds of hoses. So they get air conditioning and oxygen and all of that. Uh, they have to seal themselves in these rooms, allegedly. That's, at least this is what we're told. I hadn't been in one, but this is what we're told. They have protocols to, you know, if, there is a, if there's a leak or something, to be able to destroy the entire facility, if that's what they got to do, because they say, oh, we can't let this stuff get out into the public. So, so here's, what, here's what they're doing, and they're finding out all these problems. Now, how do you, here's the question I have. If you choose a fake nation, it, it doesn't exist. If you're doing it and it's fictitious, how can you determine whether fictitious laboratories or these biosafety places and all this other, how can you determine if they're weak or if they're vulnerable, they're fake. It's not even a real building that you're dealing with or a real country. How do you determine that? I'm, I'm really curious. I'm just asking, how do you determine that? But this is what they put out. And they said, by the end of the exercise, the fictional pandemic resulted in more than 3 billion cases and 270 million fatalities worldwide. That's what they say. Now, just keep in mind, remember the death map from John Hopkins on the COVID 1984 stuff? They set up a model that determined there would be 15 million people killed by the convicts. Okay? We reported on that, and the slack hacklers on social media came by and said, oh, well, they never said that. They never said they predicted that. Yeah, they went back and changed their model, and they didn't use the word predict. That's what they had a problem with. But they were projecting, weren't they? Otherwise, what's the point of the model? The model was there to instill fear in people. If you instill, instill enough fear in people, people let you cut their nose off if they think that's going to keep you from getting the convids. Some people would. Or the monkey box. So here's what else they did. This is the second paragraph of the exercise summary. Discussions throughout the tabletop exercise generated a range of valuable insights and key findings. Most significantly, exercise participants agreed that, notwithstanding improvements following the global response to COVID-19, the international system of pandemic prevention, detection, analysis, warning, and response is woefully inadequate to address current and anticipated future challenges. Gaps in the inner, this is where they're going with it. They're going to, they're going to come behind. You watch and see. These people will be the very ones who push the World Health Organization pandemic treaty. They're going to come back for that. I told you there was some good news about that, that it was pushed back uh, earlier in, in the week. But they're going to come back again. And these people will be right there to, to join them. You watch and see. 
Gaps in the international biosecurity and pandemic preparedness architecture are extensive and fundamental, undermining the ability of the international community to prevent and mount effective responses to future biological events, including those that could match the impacts of COVID-19 or cause damage that is significantly more severe. I'm going to tell you, I think the shots are far more, and the lies that are being told are far more pandemic than the unproven to exist SARS-CoV-2. It is the fear which they're controlling the people with. And again, nobody is bringing into account that there is a sovereign God over all things. And if you go back in Scripture, you'll see where God sends the plagues. Both on his enemies and on his people. Different means. One is chastising. The other one, he's judging them. Nobody brings that into the effect here at all. If, there, if there's calamity, if there's evil in the city, have I not done it, says God? Let's give him glory even for these things here. Because we can say if we are his, if we have his spirit, if we are in Christ, that he is our protector, that he is our shield, that he is our strong tower, that he is the Lord, our healer. We can look to him for these things. And these people are trying to somehow create a paradise and when I say that, they're, they're wanting a world without nuclear war. They're wanting a world without pandemics and sickness. and all. They tell you they want all these things, but they're going about it the wrong way. They're dealing with the symptoms. They're slapping Band-Aids on gaping wounds and hoping it's going to solve it. It's not. There's one thing that solves it. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ that calls sinners to repentance and to bear fruit of that repentance, they're unwilling to do that, so they're left with the only option they have, which is, man, give it your best shot that you've got. Now, I'm not saying men shouldn't be used. We should be thinking God's thoughts after him, and we should be following those thoughts and putting them into practice. That's what repentance really is. But they're unwilling to do that. And here it is. We've seen it again. They did this last year. In November 2021, and they've spread it. Do you really think they're interested in stopping all this? Or are they interested in pushing the narrative? I think is to push the narrative. It's definitely not to push anything good. All right, Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Sons of Liberty Media.com. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning. We'll see what, what's on tap for the morning show. Talk to you then. See you.